What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. And welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, I'm Neil. I hope you're all doing good. When did I last? Oh, I last booked you in London. I feel like it's been chaotic since then. Today's the first day I've been like, ooh, sir, relax. Actually, that's such a lie, <laughs> is it? I just am a stressy person. It's in my blood. It doesn't matter how much I have on or how little I have on or what it actually is. Like, I will find a way to stress about it that's what I've come to learn like this <laughs> I think I thought in my head the second I'm finished uni I'm gonna be the most zen person in the world because I will have you know a lot less to balance but then I have actually just come to the conclusion that who was I kidding from day dot I have found a way to stress about everything which is annoying but yeah I don't know I guess it fuels me to get my shit done I don't know you gotta try and see the positives of these things anyway what have I done since I last spoke to you oh yeah I was flying home to go out for my dad's birthday dinner do you ever get when you work out your flight time wrong in your head or not that you work it out wrong like you know the way you do the count back, the mental count back. So you're like, okay, if my flight's at six, I have to be there at five. So I have to leave at four or like all that. And basically I was a full hour off on the on the mental count back on my flight home from London. So there I was thinking I had a whole two hours once I got back to the house to sort my shit out, to clean, to pack my suitcase, uh, to check in for my flight. So I was like, right, I'll spend an hour cleaning, I'll spend an hour packing and checking in, doing all that. I spent the hour cleaning, right? I actually, well, I was about to start mopping. I just boiled the kettle. I was waiting for the boil, the boil. I was waiting for the kettle to boil so I could mop the floors. Sat down and thought, I'll just check in while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil. Looked at my calendar and my flight was an hour earlier than I thought it was. And I was like, Oh my fucking god. I'm literally meant to leave right this very second. Like I'm meant to have left on right now and my suitcase isn't packed. I've never sweat so much in my entire life. Like imagine this in a full tracksuit in the London heat, running about the place, frantically packing my suitcase, then running to the tube station to try and make the train on time. I did it. I actually did it. I was pro- I made it five minutes early, actually. Like, five minutes before the hour that you're supposed to be there. I was very proud of myself. But yeah, that was chaos. Anyway, made it back. My flight was delayed, as they always are delayed. Like, has anyone actually ever got a flight that's been on time recently? I 
refuse to believe that anyone has because I definitely haven't. Went straight out for dinner for my dad's birthday for Thai food. And it was the restaurant we go to for Thai food. They close every July, I think. Do you know what? A lot of restaurants in Belfast actually do that. They just decide that's just going to be their holiday for four weeks, which I back because I feel like loads of other people are on holiday. So why not just literally give your staff the whole month off? Anyway, because of that, I hadn't been in so long. So it was really nice to go. We went out for some drinks after to this pub. And guys, oh my God, I've actually never been so embarrassed in my life. I'm like (laughs) holding back from telling this story because I'm so embarrassed by it. There was this girl singing, like live singing with um, a guitarist as well. And I don't like know her personally, but I've like met, I think I've met her once or twice. And she's lovely and she's a great singer and, you know, she was providing, her and the boy were providing the vibes with the live music. It was great. We were up dancing because I think they started playing, I think my mum requested Fleetwood Mac and maybe they started doing Fleetwood Mac so we got up to dance right in front of them. One minute I was dancing, one minute I was on the floor (laughs) and not only had I decked it but I'd also cut the mic out like I'd fallen in between the two of them and cut off the mic like it fell down from me slamming on it and fell out of her hands so the all the music just cut and stopped and I I just remember people like pulling me up off the ground like one minute I was literally dancing with my mum next minute I'm being helped up off the ground I wasn't even drunk that's the worst part well actually maybe is that better? I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong, I was drinking, but this was very early on in the night. Like, I was not drunk. I don't know what happened. I completely misplaced my foot, obviously. And because it cut the music off, it meant literally the whole bar was like, what just happened? Mortified for myself. Will not be stepping foot in that bar yet. Actually, that's a lie because it's a really good bar and it's quite cheap. So I'll definitely be back. The night after, I actually just went to see the Barbie movie which I'm going to talk about. This is what this whole episode's going to be about. I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to talking about the Barbie movie because it's a hot topic right now. And I feel like I have a lot of things to say about it. And so do you guys, apparently. Because I put up my opinion of it on my story and the amount of messages from people I got giving their two pence on it was mad. So yeah, we're going to talk all about the Barbie movie in a second. Oh, the Love Island reunion was on Sunday. I actually never spoke to you guys about the final. I didn't watch the full series this year, but I kind of dipped in and out of it and I kept up with it via TikTok. It's quite easy to dip in and out of now that TikTok lets you know of anything dramatic that happens. I feel like before you would have had to have really got stuck into it, but now it's fine if you miss a week. I didn't start watching it from the start because I was like... I don't know, it just seemed so close to the winter one. But then everyone started making such a fuss about it online, being like, oh my god, this is one of the best seasons. Like, people that do casting have done so well this year. So then I was like, okay, maybe I should give it a go. And it was actually a really good cast this year. I think they need to keep that up in terms, like, that energy, you know? To be honest, though, the couples this year, I actually don't know if I think there's any, like, really, really strong ones. But I will say I love Whitney. I love Ella. I loved all the girls, but like I just thought Whitney got really robbed of winning. To me, Whitney and Lockin were the winners. They're the winners in my heart. 
And Lockin's just such a wee gentleman. Like, you can just tell he's the nicest man ever and the way he treats her and their eye contact. I don't know. I'm obsessed with them. I honestly really think they should have won. I don't know if it would maybe had something to do with the whole when Whitney and Ella fell out. Like, I don't know if that maybe affected the vote because they got the favourite couple before. But yeah, the reunion was quite spicy. I like how Maya Jamma really... She really, like, fires everyone up, you know? She she follows up with the questions. She lets people have their two pence. She doesn't hold back. And it brings the drama, which is good because, like, all these people, they go off, they leave before the final or whatever, and they go off and they go and chat shit about everyone on all these different podcasts and all these different platforms. Like, you can't expect to be able to go and do that and then just not, and then just come back to the reunion and not get questioned on it. So I love that they all get questioned on it now. It's so good. I do really think they need to stop with the whole two-a-year thing. It's just overdoing it a little bit. Like, you need to build a little bit of excitement. You don't want to be like, oh, here we go again. Like, not again, Love Island on the screens. It feels like it's barely off your screen by the time it's coming back around. Whereas when you build up that, like, excitement for it once a year, it just hits a bit different. However, they actually need to do an All-Stars. I Someone said that that was confirmed that they did it, but I don't know if that was bullshit or not how good would a Love Island All-Stars be? The only thing is, a Love Island All-Stars would essentially be X on the Beach. Well, not, mm, not. it's obviously a different format to X on the Beach because it's not, it wouldn't be revealed like as someone's ex. But do you know what I mean? They all obviously, like all previous Islanders are all at the same events. They all know each other, I'm sure. Like lots of them have got together and lots of them, there's been like crossovers in dating and stuff. But I think that would make it so good. It'd make it a bit different because it wouldn't be the usual, like, getting to know a stranger from scratch. But it'd be funny. There'd be history. There'd be, yeah, I don't know. I think it needs to happen. Anyway, what is my pit and peak of this week? My peak is going to have to be on Monday, I went up the North Coast with a few friends. They actually went up on the Saturday but I couldn't join them till the Monday, which I didn't really mind to be fair. Sometimes I just think three nights, like it would have been three heavy nights and I just cannot keep up with that. So I was quite glad I just came on the last night and it seemed kind of like the, well, I'm going to say it was the best night just for for me. <laughs> um, So yeah, I joined them on the Monday night and we just had such a nice night. I don't know if you know what I mean, but like if you've ever gone to just like a little pub in the country somewhere or like, you know, somewhere... I'm not saying the North Coast is the country, but somewhere that's not like the city. If you've ever just gone to a little pub with live music, I just feel like you always end up having the best night's crack ever because there's not the whole thing of, oh, where are we going after? And like, what club are we going to? And are we going to have to pay in here? And is everyone going to get in there? And blah, 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 blah. It's just like this never ending night. Whereas when you just go to a pub in the middle of nowhere and that is your night and it's got live music and everyone's together it's there's something about it it just always ends up being the most fun nights ever we were literally all just dancing the whole night pretending to do irish jigs and interlocking arms and throwing each other around the place and also (laughs) this group of people that i was with right they're really the boys specifically they really latch on to like certain phrases or how do I describe this? Do you know those people and they just latch on to phrases and they manage to find a way to like intertwine it into absolutely every sentence and it's hilarious. So they're like those kinds of people and it always makes for a really funny night. 
But they got this thing into their head that they became obsessed with they were, where they were just shortening every word to the first letter of the word, which like obviously just doesn't sound funny at all, does it? But by the end of the trip, they were getting so used to it that honestly, everyone was speaking in full code. Like if anyone walked past us and could hear us, it genuinely sounded like we were on crack. So yeah, that was definitely my peak of the week. And then my pit, what was my pit of this week? probably just getting my period to be honest you know what I was actually meant to have a smear test today and it's my first one I've never had one before uh don't really know what to expect got the lovely letter through on my 25th birthday to say happy birthday book your smear test uh so yeah that was actually meant to be today but obviously you can't get it when you're on your period so I've had to reschedule it to next week but I'll let you know how it goes I'm hoping it'll be fine. Anyone I've spoken to is like, oh no, you'll be sweet, honestly. Apparently it's only really if, oh, I don't want to scare anyone actually by saying this. I was going to say, apparently it's only if you've got like endometriosis or PCOS where that type of thing would hurt. And I don't have either of those things. So fingers crossed, it'll be grand. But yeah, I mean, also don't take my word for it. Like you could be so fine as well if you have those things. So maybe just ignore that recommendation of the week um, it's gonna be a podcast actually that I just started the other day and literally binge listened to their first four episodes in one day I just kind of had it on while I was getting on with other things I mean they don't need my recommendation of the week whatsoever because it's I think it's literally number one podcast in the UK at the minute but it's called Growing Pains it's with Bazinga from Sidemen and his girlfriend Faith Faith Kelly is it Faith yeah, Faith Kelly. I just find them so funny together. I love her. I think her videos on TikTok are hilarious. And I don't know, their energy together is just funny. It's a good listen. And they're like new parents and stuff as well. So they kind of like let you in on that side of their lives. But that's really weird for me to say because I would normally be like, shut the fuck up about your baby type of person. Like, you know, when people are new parents and like, that just is, obviously that is just who you are now. Like, that does become your life so it's understandable that people talk about it so much and it becomes you know a bit of a personality trait because that literally is not who you are so I get it but also like being someone who doesn't have kids you're kind of like shut the fuck up so it's weird for me to say that I'm enjoying even that side of it but they're just I don't know just listen to it and you'll get what I mean because they're not annoying about it they're just funny about it and they're just like very real about it okay my words of this week are Maybe you didn't get what you wanted because you deserve more. And then I actually saw it kind of framed in another way as well. Wait, sometimes what didn't work out for you really worked out for you. I couldn't stand by this more because I think that happens all the time. You get caught up in something that you haven't got that you wanted or, you know, something that didn't go your way. But then as a result of that not going your way, something else better has ended up happening that wouldn't have happened if that hadn't been the case. And it's so easy to get caught up in the thing that you originally wanted. And then before you know it, you're actually like, oh, wait, this was actually all supposed to happen to make way for this. You know what I mean? Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. 
Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Okay, let's talk about the Barbie movie. Oh, guys. First of all, there was so, so much hype around this movie. I have never seen marketing like it. Like, their marketing spend must have been insane. Um, so not only was there the hype from all that and, you know, the amount of collaborations that have been done, even flipping Crocs have done Barbie Crocs. I swear to God, every brand under the sun has done, like, a Barbie collection of some sort. And then I feel like what accelerated it even more was the fact that it was coming out in the same day as Oppenheimer and everyone was doing the whole Barbie versus Oppenheimer and like the amount of people I've seen that literally preferred Barbie over Oppenheimer. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. I need to go watch it. But yeah, the amount of people saying that they actually preferred the Barbie movie, I was like, okay, this must be, this actually must be popping off. And then I heard, before I went to see it, I heard a little audio clip I think I mentioned this the other week in the podcast I heard an audio clip that was extracted from the movie and it was actually the bit where they're doing the speech at the who is it is it the mum that's doing the speech oh about women not being able to like do anything right right was that I actually can't remember anymore sorry <laughs> anyway that speech that was actually really good I heard the audio clip from that and I thought fuck I actually didn't realize the Barbie movie was that deep I thought it was a lot more surface level and then obviously there was Billie Eilish's song that was the soundtrack and that is like very deep I guess you could say yeah it's pretty emotional in fact it's very emotional I feel like I could cry to that song if I really wanted to so all these things were really building it up and then finally I went to see it last Saturday two weeks after its release date and it's safe to say I was very disappointed No, I know it's not good to go into anything really and especially movies when things have been like overhyped. I feel like it's probably better to just go and see them straight away so you don't have any kind of opinions making you think one way or the other. And I can actually be a bit weird about watching things that are overhyped because I know that this can happen and because it can let you down. Like there are so many series that have been so overhyped and I know I need to watch them but I can't bring myself to because... So many people have talked about them. I know it's going to be a bit of a letdown. Like, I could literally name you so many series right now where everyone will be like, what, you haven't watched that? Like, Breaking Bad, Stranger Things, Gossip Girl. That's literally only to name a few. But yeah, I'm a bit hesitant to watch anything that's overhyped. So maybe that was my first mistake. I will say, though, I absolutely loved the whole kind of production side of it. I thought the costumes were amazing there was a great cast at uh, the sets. They were so cool. Yeah, I mean, that kind of whole production side of things, I think they smashed it. It was very visually appealing. I felt like I was transported into Barbie Dreamland in that way. Is that what you call it? But, or no, is it just called Barbie Land? I actually can't remember. Anyway, I did think it was very aesthetically pleasing. But there were so many times I was sat in my chair thinking, what the fuck is going on here? 
Like, what am I watching right now? Almost right now, I would never have actually walked out because I think it would take a lot for me to do that in a movie, especially with the hype that was around the Barbie movie. If you were to walk out before the end, then you'd think, well, what if I just miss like the best part, you know? So realistically, I was never going to walk out. However, the thought did cross my mind in a lot of scenes where I was like, this is just a bit ridiculous like it's kind of just really stupid and not in a stupid way as in like the way super bad is stupid and funny but just stupid in a way where you're like okay (laughs) do you know what I mean like there was times where it would just jump from one scene into Ken's dancing and you were just like I don't I really don't know what's going on here I feel like I have to explain every little thing I say as well because Not that I don't like, I love musicals and I love musicals where they just like break into dance, like High School Musical, The Greatest Show Mom, where they just break into song and dance. Like, I'm a big fan of that. So if it made sense for the Kens to be breaking in to song and dance, it would have been a sleigh, but it never made sense. The overall storyline just felt a little bit all over the place. And yes, there was moments where it was like quite funny, but... A lot of the time I was just like, this just feels really stupid. And as I said, like not stupid in a funny, good way. (laughs) The overarching message of the movie, obviously I love. I just think it wasn't really done in a way. Like I think they missed the mark in so many ways. There were so many things that could have been so great to kind of expand on and not expand on in a way that would have made it inaccessible. Because I get at the end of the day, it is ultimately a kid's movie. Like it's the Barbie movie we're talking about. It needs to be digestible for a younger age group. I got a lot of replies to people being like, oh yeah, it's just like a gateway into feminism and it's not supposed to be profound. And I completely get that. And I uh, there's a lot of room for movies like that for kids to like have this kind of gateway into feminism like that. And I think it's really great in that sense. However, There's so many movies that have deeper meanings. For example, Moana or Frozen or Coco. It's got such a nice meaning behind it. There are so many movies, kids movies actually, with like an underlying message and a deeper meaning that are done just in a way that's not like shouting about, how do I describe this? Those movies, you just learn the message through the storyline and it's like kind of very beautifully done in a way that isn't cringy and isn't like... People of all ages can watch it. I can sit and watch Moana and Coco. I could literally watch them every week and never get bored of them because I just think they're so wholesome. But the Barbie movie, the way they tried to convey that message, it felt very like in your face. Like they had to fully, fully explain... And then shout about it even more just to get the point across. Instead of like making the storyline just a bit better? (laughs) Is that even making any sense? Hopefully some of you guys agree with me. I just think when you have to over explain like that, the meaning of anything, it kind of takes away from the message because you're like, okay, I get it. Thanks. Like I didn't need you to scream it in my face. There was a couple of things I thought were a little bit, not problem, yeah, maybe problematic and just kind of like taking steps backwards in a way. 
Um, first one was the fact that the whole preface of her wanting to go into the real world to fix whatever needed fix was because she was getting cellulite. I mean, we're taking 20 steps back there with regards to cellulite. <laughs> I know that they have to play on something to spark her, you know what I mean? To deviate from the normal Barbie. But the way it was like made such a big deal that she was getting cellulite. I don't know. When I was watching it, I was like, this feels wrong. Like it feels wrong for like little girls to be sat here watching that and thinking like, what if they turn around their mum and they're like, mummy, what cellulite? It just felt really... I don't know, I was sitting there like, oh no, I don't like this at all. The second thing I didn't like about it was, okay, I thought the whole, okay, so you know when they came back to Barbie land and the men had taken over and it was more like a patriarchal society and then the way they tackled it was by pulling each Barbie in and informing them of it and basically the whole thing was like, you know, if knowledge is power and just by us being aware of this means that we can overthrow the patriarchy. I don't know if that was supposed to mimic real life. Like, I don't know if that's what they were getting at. But it felt a little bit stupid or, like, wrong to kind of simplify the patriarchy into being, like, so capable of being overthrown by just, like, just us knowing. Because it's so much deeper than that and there's so much, like, power and structure involved in the patriarchy that keeps it all like withstanding and like us just knowing as females quite evidently isn't enough (laughs) as we can see in real life maybe I misinterpreted that bit and maybe I'm kind of like reading into it too much but I that didn't really like sit that well with me I don't know when they were like pulling each barbie in and then all of a sudden it was like okay flip it back to the matriarchy it was kind of like oh yeah I wish it was that simple but unfortunately it's not But I also kind of get the message that it's kind of sending to younger girls, which, well, actually, do I? I don't know. The whole movie is a bit of a head fuck to me, to be honest. I guess if you look at that part as being like, by telling like younger girls that it's important for them to recognize this so that things can change, then maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. But in my head, I just saw it as like oversimplifying the problem and kind of making it seem, what's the word? I guess just making it seem really uncomplicated. Again, maybe that is the point. I don't know. Anyway, I thought I would read out some of your messages about it and talk about them because I feel like some of you guys had some really good points to make. Also, sorry if this episode sounds like very ranty. It's actually not really supposed to be. But now that I've done it, I'm like, yeah, maybe this whole episode is just me ranting. <laughs> But I feel like maybe we needed a rant amongst this because there was so much hype. We needed the other side of it. Okay, someone said, I agree. After it finished, I was a bit confused. If I had watched the same movie as everyone else, lol, I get the message, but I don't get the hype. That was the exact same as me. I literally walked out of the cinema and was like, I am so confused right now. Like, was that the same movie everyone is talking about? Because, yeah. I was like, did I miss something here? There was bits that were good don't get me wrong I'm not saying that the whole movie from start to finish was shite because it wasn't there was actually some really emotional bits and some bits where I thought the message was really good and I thought it just carried a lot of like sentiment and 
I want to say nostalgia, but I feel like nostalgia is a positive word. And I, I kind of mean more nostalgia in a bad way, as in like that would trigger a lot of emotion in terms of like, you know, being a young girl and finding out about the patriarchy and the reality of the world we live in sometimes. And kind of seeing Barbie learn that for the first time, it was quite, I don't know the word, but like negatively nostalgic. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah, anyway, let's see what someone else said. Uh, same, and I felt like I couldn't even admit to that out loud because it's a feminist movie and I love the sentiment slash, me- slash message, but some of it was so hard to watch. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I love a lot of the sentiments and message, the overarching messages, but yeah it was a hard watch at times like Ryan Gosling was cringing me out and I know that's what his character is supposed to do but yeah it was cringing me out in a weird way I was the exact same and terrified for my life to admit it found Oppenheimer plot so much better and more attention grabbing and it was three hours I think it was very baseline feminism and the women were all obsessed with pink slash glitter slash colour Depression Barbie as well was just like lol. Guys, you could be doing much worse than re-watching Pride and Prejudice on BBC. Oh my god, I actually completely forgot to mention that part. Someone said no because I agree, like why on earth was Ken obsessed with horses? Some plot things just didn't make sense. Do you know I was thinking about it and, and a lot of the plot parts slash jokes felt like private in-jokes with the cast. Just from seeing interviews etc. I haven't watched any interviews you know. Of it. I'm sure it wasn't like private jokes though. Maybe they became private jokes after, but I feel like the script would have been done. No, I don't know. I love the message, but I thought it was a bit too obvious and they missed so many opportunities. E.g., I feel like the mother daughter relationship was brushed over with Sasha and her mum. Ken was amazing though and also felt like they set cellulite back a couple of years. Lol, would have been better if Barbie found a grey hair. Even that though was a bit. Like, her freaking out over over finding a grey hair would have been demonising going grey. Like, no matter, if you try and, this is what I was trying to do, I was trying to think of something that they could have done instead of the cellulite thing, but no matter what you pick, it's gonna be an issue for something, isn't it? Someone said, I was a bit disappointed too and everyone is saying it's a kids movie, it's not that deep, but I've seen plenty of kids movies that manage to balance the surface level fun and message for young kids with deeper themes than that adults can resonate with. Completely agree. As I said, like I'm kid movie obsessed. I literally, especially when I'm hungover, my comfort thing when I'm hungover is binge watching things on Disney+. Plus. Last week it was Monsters Inc. The week before it was Coco. The week before that was Moana. This week I have actually decided I'm going to watch High School Musical. Like they're all kids movies and I am happy to go. In fact, I'm excited to, to go and rewatch them all constantly. Whereas the Barbie movie, I will not be watching that again. Okay, I got a really long but good message from one of my friends that I'm going to read out now. Let's see what she had to say about it. So she said, I hated it too. For so many reasons, it was a tragic disappointment and actually very damaging, subliminally perpetuating stereotypes. I mean, even down to the first two pieces of product placements in a film made by and for women being shoes and kitchenware. The one single plus size character was covered head to toe in clothes when every other Barbie was in a miniskirt. The whole plastic fantastic is in poor taste given the world's climate, a movie promoting plastic products, accessories, fast fashion, merch clubs everywhere, preaches inclusivity whilst completely ignoring those who are mid-size, i.e. 
In Barbie world, I get the perfection, but all women shown in the real world were also stereotypically good-looking and thin. Playing on the emotions of mothers as it's the parents who are going to buy the toys for children as they have no money themselves. For such a diverse queer cast, they completely alienate kids slash boys by perpetuating the stereotype that it's a girl's toy. The whole reason she wants to fix the tear in the universe is to stop herself getting cellulite, but there's no addressing that cellulite is fine and normal after her character develops. She just wears pink Birkenstocks. Yeah, you know what, actually? I feel like they could have recovered from the whole cellulite thing if the if when the character had developed and gone into the real world, like when she went for her gynae appointment, if there was some sort of character development where she realised, where she saw the cellulite on herself in the end and was fine with it and there was some sort of like, I'm beautiful no matter what type of message, I feel like they could have really spun that on its head. But the fact that that was the initial thing that caused her to want to do all this, but then was never actually addressed, it was just demonised. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But you're right. They could have just like addressed it in that way and it would have made it so much better. Okay, let's read out one more opinion from you guys. This is actually from someone who really enjoyed the Barbie movie and found it very emotional. So I think it's kind of interesting to get both sides. But she's also talked about her mum's opinion of it, which I think is quite interesting to get like the different generations opinions on these things because different things are sentimental to the different generations if that makes sense so she said i really loved the barbie movie it made me so overwhelmed and emotional because i felt like a little girl again but there was a weird undertone of the feminism being so first rate liberal feminism 101 that made it kind of uncomfy slash annoying but i've thought about it a lot and i think it comes from a kind of anger of the lack of progression with mainstream feminism I don't know whether that made any sense. I spoke to my mother about Barbie when we saw it and she wasn't a fan at all. It didn't make her cry and it made me cry like four different times, but she wasn't moved whatsoever. Her main opinion was that the whole thing felt like propaganda. There were brief mentions of the movie being capitalist propaganda throughout, which definitely added to the kind of meta universe it was showing. But I don't know. A movie that is so aware of its own irony and is so clever but still falling into the category of liberal Instagram feminism is odd. However, I think it was definitely a hugely well-made film and I think as a girl ages 9 to 16, I would have loved it so much. But even at 19, I feel a little too old for it. I gave Barbie so much criticism, but I really did love it, to be honest. Yeah, you know what? I actually said this when I came out of the movie. I said, if I was 10 years old, 10, maybe, if I was 8 to what age is our cutoff point here? If I was age 8 to 13, 14, maybe I would have really enjoyed Barbie. But that, I think, in lies the problem is that it should actually just be a good movie for everyone. But then, I don't know, I'm maybe an outlier here because obviously it was really hyped. So maybe everyone listening to this is telling me to shut up. I want to just make it clear as well that I have absolutely nothing against anything that's like gateway feminism in fact I think anything like that is amazing for example Florence Given's book Women Don't Know You Pretty is like the definition of a gateway feminist book like it is literally a book an aesthetically pleasing book filled with like gorgeous Instagram quotes and cute little caricatures and sketches and like things you could cut out and stick on your wall like it is the definition of gateway feminism but in the best way possible 
and it doesn't make me dislike that even when you move on in your feminist journey and you delve deeper into issues and you realize that there's so much more to it it still doesn't mean that you don't like that book like I still love that book to bits because I have it to thank for me getting into so many of these things and I just think Barbie had the opportunity to be the movie kind of version of that I'm not saying it should have been (laughs) the movie version of Women Don't Know You Pretty, but you know what I mean? The way that Women Don't Know... The way that that book was for me, I feel like Barbie should be to lots of girls, but maybe it is actually to lots of girls, but they're just... It's just a way younger generation that'll do it for. I don't know. Anyway, that is my opinion on the Barbie movie. (laughs) I'm sorry for the ranty podcast. (laughs) I feel like most of my episodes usually have some sort of like lesson or positive outcome or like I don't know some sort of finality to them there's not really any finality to this sorry it's literally just me chatting shit about a movie (laughs) I hope that's okay with you guys hopefully you still enjoyed this week's episode let me know what you thought of the Barbie movie you can leave little comments in Spotify now it'll say what did you think of this episode so tell me your thoughts on the Barbie movie I'd love to hear it If you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to give me a little five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If there's anything you guys would like me to talk about in the coming weeks, don't hesitate to just drop me a little DM on Instagram. As always, thank you all so much for your continued love and support. It means the absolute world to me. I will speak to you on next week's episode. Bye.